Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to Your Tech Report. Welcome back to Your Tech Report. Mitchell Whitfield and Marco Flalo with you. Thank you for following along with us. It is at Your Tech Report online everywhere. If you haven't already checked out our YouTube channel, head on over to youtube.com slash Your Tech Report. Lots of really cool stuff that we talk about on this show ends up on our YouTube channel for you to actually see and feel. And don't forget to subscribe there as well so that you'll get notifications when we've got new videos for you. And of course, these interviews and everything you hear here are available as podcasts afterwards. So I invite you to check out Your Tech Report in podcast form and do subscribe there as well. Up with me is the CEO of a company called Expresso Fitness, and uh, his name is Jeff Feldhusen. Welcome to Your Tech Report. Thank you for being with me this week. It's exciting to talk about uh, fitness, especially when you can see that I could probably use a solution that entertains me a bit. I mean, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Um, Jeff, talk to me about Expresso, because the fitness market, especially when it comes to connected equipment, um, it really has become popular over the past, I guess, what, decade, 10 years, you could say. So when launching a new product, you're you're coming into a competitive space. So tell me how the idea came to be and tell us what sets Expresso apart. Uh, Expresso has been in the market for about 15 years, and it's been focused primarily on the B2B market. So if you think about Equinox gyms, uh, Gold's gyms, YMCA's, uh, and has been the leader in sort of gamified fitness in in that channel. And so it, uh, it's a bike plus a, an immersive screen and uh, game-led virtual worlds that you power an avatar through. Our mission is uh, to make fitness fun for the world. And we do that by building these sort of immersive, social, and engaging experience that really motivate you to move. Before we dive into the the, the worlds that you obviously immerse people into, when you know you, you create a company like this, what what was the tipping point? What was it that said, we got to do something, we got to bring a product to market, and we got to make it fun? It's, it's interesting because Expressive Fitness was born out of an idea from an original founder um, way back in 2005 with the smart, the, it was called the Spark Bike. Just like all technologies, they have kind of bumpy roads in, in beginnings. And uh, Expresso was, you know, there were several, several iterations um, through the Spark Bike to um, this, this the S2 bike, and then there was an S2U, and then there was a, a market crash in 0809, if you recall that, um, where the, the company went into uh, bankruptcy and was bought out um, by a, a visionary entrepreneur by the name of Bill Stensrud. And he started to rebuild the brand and rebuild build the business from there to what it is today. And he's made a, several big moves over the years that really helped to scale it up. And, you know, They've been constantly focused on this idea that gamification will be, continue to weave itself into more of the mainstay of, of our lives. And so they invested in uh, replatforming the, 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 uh, the fitness and game engine on the Unreal engine, um, which powers, as we all know, Fortnite. And so that was a big move. And then they've continued to focus on the interaction between fitness and, and or, or hardware and software over the years and 
you know, culminating now into a, you know, a new at-home product coming out um, midway through this year. So, you know, having that experience with the B2B side of being available in gyms, um, like you mentioned earlier, that kind of gives you an almost, a, a, I guess, an established base when it comes to creating an in-home product. Have you, have you been getting a good reaction from people who are finally able to bring this experience home, especially given the situation we're all living in now? Yeah, I mean, the this tsunami of COVID really just kind of accelerated the at-home fitness market for sure. And what what we've seen is, you know, uh, our, our direct-to-consumer sales for the commercial bike that we have today have grown by 300%. As you mentioned, that loyal loyal tribe of followers, uh, you know, we've had we've had over eight million people ride our bike uh, over the years, and they're, they're incredibly excited. And they can't they don't have access to it today because a lot of their gyms are closed. Yeah. So they're as you can imagine, they're really excited about being able to uh, have not only this bike that they know and love from the gyms, but they don't have to wait for it um, where they have in the in the past at the gyms. It was a really popular. Uh, piece of fitness equipment. So now they have it all to themselves. And now they only have to fight over with their family members. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little less competition when it comes to that. Now, now powering something like this on a, on a game engine is a unique approach. And it's, it's, it's kind of brilliant because you open yourself up to really an infinite amount of potential growth in terms of the environments you can create, in terms of the type of games you can create. You really can. It's not like if you look at look at some of the other competition, which we don't have to mention by name because we wouldn't want to do that. Um, you know, they're limited to to the instructors and the people that are there to lead the classes in terms of interest, you know, and difficulty. Whereas in this scenario, you're using the Unreal Engine, which is constantly evolving and constantly getting more and more insane when you look at the game the game scenario but bring it over to the exercise world and the types of worlds and the types of you know environments and challenges and competition you can create amongst family members let alone friends really does set this apart in a unique way it absolutely you're right it absolutely does i mean we've seen uh, i think i mentioned earlier we've seen gamification weave its way into the world uh, uh, in, in every aspect whether that be through powering uh, imagination with Roblox and Minecraft, uh, powering engagement through Fortnite, uh, League of Legends, you know, Discord, Pokemon Go. Now getting into this idea of powering fitness, um, it's, you know, in our conversations with Epic, they're really interested in our unique application of the Unreal Engine. Um, you know, that's that's something that's really important to them is, is to create and and create in, in unique ways that haven't been done before using the, the tools that they've provided. And that's exactly what we're doing. I mean, we have today we have a platform with a couple modalities of workouts. We have virtual cycling with a ton of different roads and experiences, you know, everything that ranges from, you know, roller coasters to outer space to beaches to mountains and everything in between. Um, so, so what's really cool about this is we're creating a, a sort of a, an intrinsic reason to work out, which is part of something greater than just, uh, I want to lose weight and I want to look good. It's, you know, this is about the journey and how exciting and fun it becomes. And, uh, you get fit by accident. And I think that's what makes it really enjoyable. And you're part of this community that is doing it along with you. And you can see that, you know, and it becomes something you're connected to something greater than yourself a little bit, as opposed to these extrinsic motivations of points and badges and all that, which we do have. There's no question. And the, you know, chasing the leaderboards, 
In, in fact, Avi, one of the most uh, one of the most engaging things that we have on the platform is called um, ghosts. So if I'm racing, if I'm riding on on a particular route, and I had a a, a, a PR, uh, you know, my my personal best yep. uh, time, I can send that to you and say, "Hey, Avi, beat this." <laughs> and then now we're in competition with each other, and that's. And, and that's just that's even outside of the MMO work that we're doing um, to build out real time competition like that. Um, so the ghosting thing is really um, our community love it. Um, and then on the game on the on the hit sites, so we have these high intensity interval training games, which you know require kind of a mix of strategy, skill, and athleticism. And it's almost like a, a different type of esport. Um, where you know you're, we have one called Treasure World, another one called Adventure World, and, and Dragon World, Dragon World, where you unlock different levels as you improve. Um, the you know the objective is to score as many points as you possibly can over a specific period of time, uh, and there's competition involved with that. We have colleges that compete against each other, um, and, and uh, kind of like in an esports tournament style. Uh, we have YMCA's. Uh, that uh, raise hundreds of thousands of dollars every year on this platform. Uh, and they love it because it allows them, with the funds that they've raised, it allows them to tell more of their story about how they're giving back to the community as well. So there's a really, you know, like I said, it's, it's, it becomes something um, greater than yourself. Absolutely. Um, I could imagine, I mean, I, I could imagine, you know, my, my son is 11 years old and we're trying to get him active and he's, he's more of a video game guy. He's sedentary, he takes after, after his dad and, you know, COVID is, you know, we're not winter people. So we're stuck inside in the Canadian climate. So we're trying to get him on a bike and trying to get him motivated and it's hard it's difficult when there's there's nothing to really motivate them and i look at a solution like this and this is absolutely brilliant not only for his great his age level but i mean i can definitely see how the younger audience would definitely gravitate towards this because as you said getting fit is kind of the the sidebar here really the playing the game um so so when you go out and you develop these environments and this this the strategy and the software are you hiring game developers like is that what you put a post up for i'm curious on that side of things it's because you know a lot of companies say okay we need developers to develop this platform but suddenly you're like we need gamers yeah you know it's 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 kind of both uh sides of it you know where we because we're on the unreal engine um that affords us the opportunity to tap into that marketplace you know um from a developer perspective from an artwork and assets perspective and just allows us to help scale up the level of content um and so you know we are we are a pretty lean company we're about 25 people and you know we we have um, access to game developers and resources um, around our team that really help us to scale up the the content side and, and work on that. One of the features that I'm reading about here is you know experiencing the ride with steering and virtual shifting, um, as well as feeling the road with magnetic resistance drive. Can you elaborate those? Because uh, they, they seem pretty <laughs> cool, and I want to make sure I know what I'm I'm reading here. Yeah, absolutely. This is the this is a this is a truly a smart bike. Uh, where you have virtual steering and shifting capabilities that power the avatar in the game. So you are at literally controlling a version of yourself through virtual worlds, steering and shifting you know, as you're going up, you know, mount, climbing mountains or you know, decelerating. The bike automatically adjusts to the elevation, to the difficulty level that you're riding on as well. So, you know, rather than like a typical spin bike where you've got a knob and the instructor says, okay, crank that knob up to seven yeah. and you're manually reaching down and cranking it up. 
this all happens automatically. Um, and it, it creates a really just a more immersive fitness experience when you're when you're your your full self is engaged in that way. Now you have two bikes. You've got the recumbent and the traditional um, upright bike. Uh, which came first? I'm guessing the upright. The I believe the upright came first. Yes. So uh, are they the exact same experiences between the two? Just obviously the position that you're sitting in. You're absolutely right. And the, the recumbent bike is is um, really helpful for. Uh, a, a, an aging generation where you know they can't be sitting upright, and so we have um, we have uh, the the recumbent bike in um, senior living facilities and uh, um, other areas, even in the, the YMCA's, for example, that have a bit more of a an older demographic. They appreciate the recumbent bike because it takes uh, less pressure off your spine and allows you to focus more on uh, effort through your legs. Part and parcel with building the physical hardware is obviously maintaining the, you know, the software experience and the online experience. Um, you know, when you go to, into designing, you know, a piece of exercise equipment, you don't really think about needing servers and back end and, and infrastructure. But I'm sure there's a lot of that involved as well. There absolutely is. Yeah. So, you know, there, we have for every, every um, registered member, we have uh, all the data from all their rides. Uh, all of their, you know, it's all built out into a dashboard that they can view. Um, and so there's a, there's a lot of that. There's streaming, of course, uh, the games. And, and so all, a lot of that stuff goes way over my head. Uh, and our chief technology <laughs> officer uh, um, is, is a wizard at making sure that we have the, the bandwidth and it's, it's a combination of the bandwidth and then the art graphics budget based in the hardware that we've got on the bike as well. Yeah, I can imagine. So, you know, if, is this available uh, throughout North America? Is it worldwide now? Talk to me about, you know, availability, pricing, because I know, especially where I'm from, which is in Quebec, if you wanted a connected bike and I get them out my name names, it's hard to get because there are a lot of geo restrictions. So, you, yes, you can get it through North America. Um, so uh, U.S. and Canada. And uh, right now, the we have a commercial version of the bike, which is, uh, you know, basically bulletproof, as it has to be for the gyms. And that is uh, uh, $39.99. And then uh, with a $25 a month subscription, we are moving towards a, uh, a, a proposition for the home that will be a lot more, um, uh, it'll be a lot easier on the wallet. Okay. And, uh, you know, that you know, you'll be able to uh, finance that over time, just sort of like others in the market. Um, and it'll be a very competitive pricing. Jeff, thank you so much for taking the time to tell us about the bikes and, of course, Expresso. Um, I cannot wait to get on to one of these because, as I said, I need motivation. And I've, I think, exhausted my entire Netflix library of everything just sitting here trapped inside my home. Well, I look forward to obviously getting some hands-on time, and I want you to come back when we have that announcement because I'm really looking forward to seeing what that looks like and obviously talking about getting it into people's hands. We are not quite done yet. This is your Tech of Fortunes, Mitchell Whitfield. I am Marco Flalo. Thank you for being here. Check out Expresso Fitness online, and we'll definitely follow up with that bike when it comes out. Stick around. There's more Your Tech Report in just a moment. There's more Your Tech Report after this. Hi. 
I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.